You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from Simply Beautiful, Magnificent, Awesome, Atlanta, Georgia. I am so grateful that you've made a, a decision today to join me from all over the world. And if you are listening to this recording, as I say every week, I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here so that you can receive the downloads, the insight, the revelation, the answers to your prayers so that you can begin bridging the gap from where you are and to live the abundant life that you were created to live. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, I am doing well here in the ATL. I didn't realize that rhymes. I am doing well here in the ATL. Uh, I have a great show for you today. My very special guest is uh, Greg Peck, and he's going to be talking to us about exercise. Anybody need to exercise more? Exercise, uh, well-being, uh, stress, how to handle stress, nutrition. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Well, I have some exciting announcements for you. Let me see. Also, you guys know you can follow me on social media. And my Instagram is LOA Constance. And on Facebook, I am Coach with Constance. I want you to take a screenshot on Instagram uh, when you listen to my show. And then hashtag Think, Believe, Manifest. And I want you to make sure that you... Um, include me in in your post at LOA Constance, and I will respond to you or reply to you. I have some great things coming up next week. Uh, my very special guest is going to be John Asaroff. You know, John was featured in the movie The Secret, and uh, he I think he has started five multi-million dollar businesses, and he is also featured in the latest movie How Thoughts Become Things. So excited about interviewing him. Let's see. I want to share with you about something I'm really excited about. Uh, I have a new upcoming virtual coaching seminar. Yay. On Saturday, June the 13th, beginning at 10 a.m. You know, these seminars have been so life changing for for me personally, but also for my listeners. You know, a lot of my participants have been Participants, I got that out, have been international listeners. And so they're saying, Constance, I'm excited now that I don't have to fly all the way to Atlanta to spend the day with you, but that I can actually participate. And so on my last conference, uh, it was so wonderful. We had two international people. I think both of them were from, were, were from London. And so my next seminar will be on how to achieve, accelerate, and manifest an extraordinary life. 
So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if during these pandemic times, one of the downloads that you have received is, I know I'm supposed to be living better than this, or there's more for me, or I've been trying on my own, but things just have not happened for me. And so, you know, one of the main things that the participants have said is that, Constance, I love it that you have a small group of 10 and that you give real-time coaching. I can ask you my own personal questions. So it's Saturday, uh, June 13th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so I am going to be teaching you about how to really um, retrain your brain, how to reprogram your subconscious, Uh, really understanding why your goals or intentions have not manifested before. Going to teach you how to get really clear about what you want. I'm going to be right there with you. Uh, Teach you how to write a new story, tell a new story, and how to develop a baby step action plan that would work for you in your life. And of course, I'm going to give you your worksheet prior to uh, the coaching seminar and uh, you will be ready for me on that Saturday. My gift to you is that it's only $99 and it's worth the investment. So go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com and just take a look at all of the details. Register now. First come, first serve. Well, the last seminar, I had to break it up into two days uh, because I had over 10 and I I did not want to have over 10 because I always want to connect with you, coach with you and give you my one-on-one signature coaching. So if you're ready to achieve, accelerate and manifest an extraordinary life, this is for you. Anything else? One other thing is that I know this show is blessing you. I know that uh, you are being enriched, that it's nourishing your soul. So while you're on my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com, I'm thanking you in advance for your donation. I had a, a person who paid it forward for somebody else to attend my last uh, coaching success seminar. Alrighty, so I'm going to answer a question before I bring Greg on, and it is from a listener. And I've received a couple of these, and basically uh, it says that this particular person realized that she had to go and stay with her mom uh, during uh, pandemic times, and they were quarantined in, and she realized that she still was unforgiving toward her mom who was not there for her. And I think her grandmother raised her. And then I received another email of a a young woman who said that her husband left her for another woman and she realized being quarantined in, you know, we got a lot of revelation, didn't we? That uh, she still had unforgiveness toward him. So the question is, how does unforgiveness impact your manifestation. I really should take a whole show to do this, but but let me answer those two people. So first of all, 
Uh, I'm not downplaying any hurt or any pain that anybody had. I've worked with over 1,000 women who were sexually molested. Uh, I think that everybody has to begin the process of forgiveness whenever they are ready. And I would say that unforgiveness was probably the most difficult things that most of my clients had to make a decision. A lot of people want to hold on to their unforgiveness. But my question is, how does unforgiveness impact your manifestation or the law of attraction? So let me just give you some principle. You know, so I get it. But these two people are sick and tired and they want to come out of their their unforgiveness. First of all, unforgiveness is a vibration. When you are angry, mad, upset, um, feel hurt and betrayed, which you probably have a right to. You, it puts you in a vibration or a state of of unforgiveness and your attention, wherever your attention and your energy grows and goes, that expands more in your life. Wherever your attention is, that's going to get bigger. You're going to fertilize it, etc. So whatever you recognize, you're going to really what energize. And the principle is this. Your unforgiveness of your husband, your unforgiveness of your mom, it takes up the space or the room for you to receive and create new. Wow. It holds you in the same vibrational pattern. And y'all have heard me say you can't create something new in an old vibration. And so. I even know in my own life last year, I had something that went down in business. It really hurt me. You shared that. I've shared that before. And um, I had to make a decision. It took me two or three or four months to make that decision. But I realized how sad I was, how betrayed I felt and all of the above. But I made a decision. Holy Spirit helped me to move out of that. And when I did abundance started flowing in my life. Does everybody see that? Because it keeps you in a state. It keeps you in a certain vibration. But when you open up, your entire energy field changes and it opens you up to abundance and to attract more because you made room for it. Uh, I had a realization, you know, in Mark 11, 23, 24, it says, when you pray, believe you receive and you shall have it. Then the next verse said, and if you have unforgiveness against anyone, forgive them. Why, why would this God put that right after when you pray and you believe you receive? I believe that because God knew that if you didn't forgive, that what you prayed for and what you believed you received, God wasn't holding it back from you, but your own vibrational state and your own uh, being, you didn't have enough room to really create the new. So I would say to these two people, you need to make a decision. I'm ready to forgive. I'm ready to make room. I'm ready to change vibrational states, etc. And And it's a decision. Everybody has their own pathway. Everybody deals with it different. I think you need to acknowledge the pain and the hurt. 
you might need to get some counseling or some coaching. You need to uh, relive it, reflect it, and then work through that pain and move on. A lot of people say, do I have to really stay connected to the person? That's a personal choice in the areas of sexual molestation and abuse. I would say no to those. But the young lady with the mom, maybe you two can work through that. And for the lady who uh, was upset because her husband left her and it's been some years. See, my dear, when you forgive and release, you make room for another person. And you say that you've been praying for love. But just like Mark 11, 23, 24 says, when you pray, believe you receive. But your unforgiveness is taking up all of the space where your manifestation should, could come. Um. Everybody has their own pathway. I believe that you have to understand that unforgiveness is a process. You need the spirit to really help you move through it. Uh, it may take some time, but once you make that decision, you really begin opening yourself up. Open yourself up to all of the new stuff that's been waiting there for you, but it really didn't have room because your unforgiveness was taking up all of that space. And the powerful thing is that forgivingness or forgiving someone is in one of the highest vibrations. It's right up there with gratitude. So when you forgive someone, you release them. You know, God, I released them. And that is the process. You are making room for abundance. And I heard Dr. Micah Beck would say that when you hold unforgiveness against someone that you really feel like they're in debt to me, they owe me. And he shared that unforgiveness, there is a direct with unforgiveness Direct correlation, I got that out, between unforgiveness and money. And what he was saying, when you are angry, when you are walking in unforgiveness, when you're in that state, you owe me, you were wrong. When you're in that state, it impacts your money. O-M-G. So that's what I would say to both of these people. Uh, be glad that the spirit really revealed to you about unforgiveness. Make make a decision that you're going to begin to put your attention and your energy in another direction. Um, you're not going to give all of your attention and your energy to what happened to you because that keeps you in the past. You're making room for your attention and your thinking to be redirected toward the rich new normal that you desire. You're making space. You're making room for. You're moving out of, out of that same old vibrational pattern. I say it's kind of like a, in Atlanta, you know, we're the busiest airport in the world. And, you know, if you fly in and then you just keep going around and around and, and you know, people would say, what are we doing? We're circling because we can't land yet. And so staying in unforgiveness keeps you in the same vibrational holding pattern. OMG. So be patient with yourself. Be kind with yourself. Just make the decision. And when you do, it's so interesting. The entire universe, God, Holy Spirit, angels will help you to walk through that process. You will begin to release or open up 
the law of attraction. You will begin to get in a state of expectation for the new. You will begin to uh, vibrate something different out and you will begin attracting more abundance. You will begin to practice the flow of all things are possible in your life. That is so good. I'm going to listen to it myself. And, you know, the whole um, download to me about when you pray, believe you receive. And right after that, the Bible says, and if you are in forgiveness with anyone, forgive. That's profound. I hadn't seen that in all of these years in reading the Bible, but I am so grateful So I'm so grateful for these questions. So if you have a question that you would like to um, have me to answer uh, on my radio show, just email me at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Hey, look, you're so powerful. You know, when you're walking in unforgiveness, uh, you know, you're the one that's that's in pain. You're the one that's that's not living your fullest life the other people may be on living their own lives having a great time take your power back by making this powerful decision i work with so many clients and they say constance i'm free and as i said at the beginning you're the one who makes the decision uh you know some people say do i need to write a letter that's up to you Uh, Do I need to talk to the person? That's a very individualized decision. Sometimes just talking to yourself. Uh, Sometimes just making a decision yourself. Talking to a therapist, talking to a coach, talking to another, a mental health professional will really help you to get out, you know, what you've been holding in so that you can make space for the law of attraction to work in your life so that you can make space to really receive the unprecedented. Wow. So everybody, I want you to stay tuned. Uh, I'm really curious and interested to see what Greg has to say about our exercising, our health, our well-being, and, and our eating because it's the will of God to have life and live life abundantly. So everybody stay tuned and then I'm going to be right back after these quick commercials. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. 
Well, everybody, I'm back and boy, are we in for a treat today. Uh, My very special guest is Mr. Greg Peck, and uh, I want to read his credentials. He's going to be talking about health and well-being during pandemic and beyond. So Greg is a personal trainer and health and wellness coach. He's certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, Uh, And he specializes with senior and women's fitness, corrective exercise, behavior change, and weight loss. Uh, He's also certified in pre- and postnatal exercise as well as kettlebells. He's certified by the nationally acclaimed coaching organization, Well Coaches School of Coaching. And he helps his clients grow into their best selves by collaborating with them to reach their vision and their goals. Prior to becoming a health and wellness professional, Greg was a baller in the recording industry for 23 years. Uh, He reached the pinnacle of senior vice president of promotion and marketing for Warner Brothers. And he also held many other titles in other uh, record organizations. He helped uh, in marketing and promotion. And he worked with such artists, which included Michael Jackson, Earth, Wind & Fire, the Isley Brothers, L.A. Reid, Babyface, Midnight Star, Anthony Hamilton and Will Downing. He's the author of two books, Exercise for the Mind, Body and Soul. Soul, I got that out. And Exercise with the Stars. We're going to be blessed today about this great man. So Greg Peck, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Well, thank you so much, Constance. I can't tell you how excited I am to be here. Uh, I really was looking forward to us having this conversation, particularly during the times that we're in right now. Yeah. And so, you know, Greg, we need you. And I wanted to read all of that because while you have lived such an accomplished life and uh, I wanted to have you on a dear friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Charles Mitchell. I I was talking to him and he was saying, you know, Greg's doing a lot of stuff now online during these pandemic times. And then I remembered, okay, Greg is an expert in in health and exercise and stress. So I got a lot of questions for you. Well, I'm I'm ready and waiting. Okay. So how have you been doing doing during these pandemic times? Actually, you know what? They say that you're supposed to take a lemon and squeeze it, add a little sugar and water and make lemonade. <laughs> and and I have to say that I've been fortunate enough to do that. Uh, because I, based on uh, my busy schedule, I've never had the time to sit down and uh, and uh, invest the type of time in study, uh, reading, uh, and that I have had during this pandemic time. So unlike a lot of people, uh, I have found this to be a great time, for one. Uh, and then also, if you're going to be a health and wellness coach, you have to exemplify how you are, because people are talking to you. If I were to uh, say I'm depressed or I'm this or I'm that, how could I help people in their lives? So actually, I've chosen this time to be an uplifting time, actually. Okay. So let's start with just some general questions. We know a lot of people globally are still uh, involved in practicing uh, being sheltered. And I know in New York, which is where you live, you guys are still under lock in for, I think, on some levels. So how can people really begin their day doing these pandemic times? What would that look like? 
Well, okay. First thing, you got to wake up and put your feet on the floor because, because uh, you know what, uh, life is not promised to us. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Now, now, there's some people who are, are religious people, and they might want to, uh, you know, give thanks because gratitude during this time is important because it would be easier to take a negative act outlook. So, the, uh, if you're a religi- religious person, you might begin with prayer. Uh, you might begin, if you're not, you might begin with meditation. But okay, so once you do that, you've kind of set your tone for the day. But my next thing that you need to do is you have to go and find yourself a watch. Mm-hmm. Now you say, now why, why would I look for a watch? Because I want to put the watch on my wrist because I want to plan my day and what I'm going to do with it. If I'm aimless about my time and I don't know what time it is, it could be 3 o'clock in the morning, it could be 10 o'clock in the, in, uh, in the morning, it could be 12 o'clock at night. And I haven't accomplished anything because it all blended together because I'm locked in. So the first thing I do is grab a watch. And then I start saying, what am I going to do with this day to day? I know you're going to be stuck inside all day. So what are you going to do with it? Let's make a plan so I can utilize my day and maximize it. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. So let's talk about exercise. So I just know personally, I exercise more. (laughs) I'm a walker runner, Greg. And so mm-hmm. since I was stuck in kind of like you, I was like, okay, I, I had, you know, I coach from home and I do my work from home, but I just was able to put in more time. What can people do uh, in the area of exercise and why is exercise important? Well, what have you done? You've been shared it in. So what have you done exercise wise? And then what can other people begin to do? Okay, well, I'm, I'm fortunate to in a degree because I have two 30-pound kettlebells, a jump rope, and some push-up bars. Okay, so what I've done is I've put together a routine because uh, in, in New York, so we, unlike a lot of places uh, you know, in the country where you have this big spread of house and this and that, well, in, a lot of us in New York live in apartment buildings, mm-hmm. and I have a hallway. So I'm able to go out into the hallway in front of my building and do a rigorous 45-minute uh, like exercise, which I'm dripping sweat, and I do that three times a week. And the only reason why I do it three times is because I'm jumping rope, and the surface I'm jumping on is hard. So in order to preserve my knees, I only do it three times a week. But I make sure that that 45 minutes three times a week is a very rigorous uh, sweat-pouring time. Now, as far as other people, there's some people that don't have equipment. And they think that, well, what can I do? Well, first of all, I can walk. I can do sit-ups. I can stretch. Uh, I can do uh, push-ups. Uh, I can use the furniture in my house. I can take my shoes off and put my, uh, my uh, foot on a, on a couch and do lunges. I can do squats. I can do thr- uh, like uh, uh, what we call uh, thrusts, where mm-hmm. you jump down the floor and you jump back up. You can do a uh, jumping jack. So in other words, You're not limited in terms of exercise, in terms of getting your heart rate up, even if you have no equipment. Now, why is that important? Okay, first of all, when you exercise, you release positive endorphins. What do endorphins do? Endorphins keep you calm and stress-free. And it's like like a a feel-good chemical that is released by the brain. So instead of me being uh, like depressed or down, I'm releasing endorphins which makes my day more positive, makes me feel better. And it also gives me a sense of accomplishment. And we all need a sense of accomplishment because nobody wants to live an aimless life. Right. And, and so I know on the days that I 
didn't exercise, I didn't feel as good. So just moving our bodies helps us to feel more motivated, Greg. No question about it, because we have to fight depression. Uh, we want to keep our immune system strong. Uh, we want to keep supple. Now, think about how much television and, uh, and uh, computer viewing that people are doing right now. Right. Now, somebody might get up and they might be sitting in a chair or laying on their, on their back for 13, 14, 15 hours a day. Now, what is that going to do to the body? It's going to stiffen you. Okay, your blood flow is not great. If your blood flow is not great, you're not, that means that you're not even using your brain well because you're doing a mindless behavior and I'm stiff. And when I do get ready to go back out and try to do something, I have to overcome being uh, stiff. Uh, like, I'm, you know, like my blood flow is not good. All of a sudden, my joints are hurting and all this kind of stuff like that. So you got to move around. So how much or, or how long should people exercise like on a weekly basis? Okay, now. There is the recommended, the uh, governmental recommended uh, uh, amount of exercise where they say you should get 150 minutes of exercise a week or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise. Now, everybody is not capable of doing that because we don't know who we're talking to. Some people might be new to exercise. Right. Some people might have an exercise history we don't know. So I won't tell anybody how much they should do. What I would tell them to do is start off slow and see what their body can take. And then try to uh, make a game of it with themselves to get a little bit better every day. Even if they spend 10 minutes a day of exercise, believe me, that's going to be better than no exercise at all. Well, you know, this morning is a great example. I walked my dog and I was like, I'm not going to exercise today because I normally work out maybe five to six times a week. But after I walked her and brought her back in, I felt like, hmm, I think I am going to exercise. And that little walking her kind of motivated me to get into the groove. And I really walked more today than I had anticipated. So, so you're so right. Just get up and start moving. Well, see, your blood flow kicked in. See, when you first get up in the morning, uh, a lot of us are, are stiff. Uh, we, you know, like we're sluggish or whatever. So it's just like before you start working out, you need to warm your body up. You don't just jump into the exercise. You do a warm up. The reason why you do the warm up is because you get blood flow. Once your blood flow goes into like uh, your joints, uh, into your muscles, then you're ready to exercise. That's why you felt so good after walking your dog is because you, you had to move around. So once your blood started going, then you were ready to work out. You know, thanks for explaining that. So that's what happened. Huh? I'm like, yay, I'm out here now. Let me just stay out here. You know, you mentioned um, immune system and we know with all of the fear and uncertainty people are at home uh they are homeschooling their children i hear that's a big deal for so many people they're having to cook they're feeling overwhelmed talk about our immune system and what can we do to enhance it during these times like some immune boosters okay well first of all uh um, having your immune system strong is the key during the pandemic or out, uh, outside the pandemic, mm -hmm. because that's how people catch colds. Uh, this is uh, susceptible to different types of diseases. Uh, it's, it's been proven scientifically that you have to keep your immune system strong. Now, how do I do that? Okay, now one fruit that you should look at strongly are blueberries. Blueberries have uh, a lot of what they what the element selenium in them. So that's just like having a, a like a, a, a big dose. Of a, of a vitamin that will keep your immune system strong. 
plus all of your uh, your vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin D. Uh, you need you can get that from lemons, oranges, grapefruit, fish. Okay, uh, lean protein. All these things are things that uh, contribute to you having a strong immune system. Well, you know, I'm just gonna be honest, Greg. During when we were in lockdown, I ate stuff that I normally don't eat bread, sweets. And I know that wasn't good for my immune system, but I think I was doing emotional eating. So for people that's been locked in, uh, I've seen a lot of funny things on TV. They can start eating again, you know, the, the, the food that you just shared to rebuild their immune immune system, right? Well, yeah, but see, I tell you, I, 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 you didn't do wrong by eating bread and stuff like that. <laughs> When you're going through negative times and, and difficulty, what do you need? You need to balance it out by having something that is pleasurable. Yeah. Flu food is pleasurable to eat. And we. Okay, you still here, Greg? I have, I did yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm you here. went out for a second. So you said food is pleasurable to eat? Yeah, it's pleasurable. Okay, so the thing is, is that like, so we're sometimes seeking to balance off our, our, our nervousness, our depression by eating because it's pleasurable. Just like I talked to you earlier about uh, exercise, uh, releasing endorphins. Well, food release something as well. Now, you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't feel bad about indulging yourself somewhat because if that's what it, if that's what it takes in order for you to stay happy and balanced, then it's okay. You just don't want to overdo it. You want to limit your alcohol intake. Uh, you know, you want to eat, make sure you're balancing off with fruits and vegetables, whole foods, uh, not canned goods. Make sure you cook, things like that. I got you. So, you know, we know that at least in the U.S., the African-American community and other people of color, Hispanic community, that we are seemingly more predisposed to um, disease, COVID-19, why do you think that is and what can all of my African-American brothers and sisters, you know, my other brothers and sisters of color, what can we do to build up our immune system or to become more healthy? Well, first of all, uh, there's no doubt about it. There's a disparity in terms of the health care in the uh, minority community. Uh, the, also, uh, the food quality sometimes is not as good. It's overpriced. And, uh, and they're pushing fast food down our throats uh, as much as they can. So some of this is uh, this advertisement uh, that is centered around us trying to make us go to Popeye's, McDonald's, and this and that, whatever. And then sometimes because it's cheaper and it's quicker. If I'm, if I'm a, uh, a parent that's working uh, multiple hours and I don't have time to cook, the fastest thing for me to do would be to go and get some fast food, okay, to put some food on the table. Okay, so that part of it, we can't, we don't have, as much control of what is going on in our neighborhoods as, as I would and you would like it to be. Okay, mm -hmm. but we also have a responsibility to take care of ourselves to make sure that we maximize a bad situation. You heard me mention about taking uh, uh, lemons and making it into lemonade. Right. Okay, now if I'm exercising, if I'm watching my salt intake uh, to keep my blood pressure down, if I'm watching my sugar to stay away from diabetes, uh, if I'm, I'm doing all the things that help me to stay away from uh, heart disease by moving around and getting a certain amount of exercise, that's going to be beneficial. Now, that's something that I do have control over. And quite often, you know, I, you mentioned earlier that I work in gyms. 
I look at the uh, the population of the gyms, and a lot of times I don't see the quotient of minorities that are in the gym that should be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes women make the mistake. I don't want to. I don't want to have to redo my hair. Uh, some people say I, I don't have the time or whatever, and I put my uh, my time into other things. So part of it we can control. Some of it's outside of our control, but some of it is. You know, that's nothing but the truth. And so, you know. Uh, uh, because they've been saying a lot that a lot of the minorities who are contracting, uh, you know, the coronavirus, that they have pre-existing conditions. Is that what you're talking about, Greg? Exactly. Diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, uh, heart disease, uh, dialysis, all the kidney uh, kidney misfunctions or malfunctions, I should say. Okay, so... If you have these particular things, uh, then your that means your immune system might not is not as strong. So if a, if a foreign germ comes into you, you can't fight it off. So that's why if you look at the uh, the uh, percentage in terms of population, uh, uh, when you look at the amount of population in a particular city, and then look at the amount of the population uh, on a, a person by person basis that are catching this disease, the minority com- community, both the uh, the black and brown community. Uh, is way ahead in terms of statistically, way ahead of what they are, uh, the the amount of population they are in a given city. You know, that's nothing but the truth. And um, I just want to say to everybody that it's really, uh, I know we all live in different environments, but as much as you can, would you say that eating whole healthy food would really help people to rise to a different level of health and well-being? Well, yeah, we've already talked about the fruits and vegetables, uh, staying out of canned foods, which have a lot of extra salt in them, uh, things that are cooking instead of going out. And uh, first of all, cooking is even cheaper sometimes than going out and and buying uh, fast food. Okay, but if you think about it, because you can take, uh, I learned that myself when I first became a personal trainer. I was buying lunch every day. And I realized when I looked at the end of the week, I had... So when Greg, I started cooking, I uh-huh. was able to cook for the whole, the whole, hello? Uh-huh, you went at, you went in and out for a second. So okay, you, are you there? Uh-huh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that you if you just do things like cook, instead of going out to buy fast food, you can take your dollar and stretch it further in, in a more healthy way. Stay out of cans. Uh, frozen food is good. Okay, vegetables that are frozen, they're frozen right from the, the, the uh, where they're picked, right to being frozen. So they're healthy as well. Okay, so there's a lot of things that we can eat, uh, like uh, uh, whole wheat breads, uh, sweet potatoes, things like that. Those are all healthy foods. So, Greg, what's your take on juicing? Do you believe in juicing? I believe that if you get any type of vegetables or, or fruit and you prefer juicing as opposed to eating them whole, I'm all for it. In fact, smoothies, a lot of the smoothies are a, sometimes an alternate meal. You can take some uh, some protein powder and uh, some milk or water and, and throw some fruit in it, put it in the, in the blender, the mixer, whatever, and drink it, and you have a whole meal there, yes. okay, which is, which is healthy. So true. I know you all about body, soul, and spirit. So during these times, what about our emotional and well-being during these times? Okay, well, look, first of all, there's no way around it, even me. Okay, like, and not that I say I'm anybody special, but I'm saying that I told you I, I'm trying to be an example to the, my, my coaching clients and so forth. But we all have moments 
uh, when we might be a, a little bit distraught because we're not living our normal life. Okay, so that's okay. But the way that you handle that, first of all, is that you name those emotions. Okay, now if I'm, they call that in coaching meta. What mm -hmm. meta means is that I take the, the, uh, the emotion, say I'm depressed. I put a name on it. I say, look, I am depressed. I take a look at it and I separate myself from the depression and I can get rid of it because I'm, instead of living it, I've named it and it's something I can get rid of. And that's one of the ways in which you can deal with any of your uh, uh, like uh, stressful feelings or whatever during this time. Uh, people are not sleeping well. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, like uh, they, they, uh, you hear about domestic violence that's going up. All these things are things that we have an opportunity to control depending on our frame of mind and how we're going to deal with them. First of all, we have to be real with the fact that we're feeling them. Okay, and then decide that I'm not going to let those things overpower me. And if they do for a moment, let me come back to myself because none of us are perfect and we all have to struggle through this, but we all have the responsibility and the ability to overcome these negative emotions. So, Greg, do you believe that that for, for listeners, no matter where they live in the world, that they can begin to really manifest better health and well-being through eating properly and exercise? Oh, you know what? I, I, you know, I live by that, okay, because I, I have seen the power of exercise in my, in my own life. I've been exercising since I was 13 years old. Wow. Okay, I'm 68 years old now. And the only time I have an exercise, I played football in college and high school. The only time I have an exercise is when I've been injured. And uh, I know that I, I wouldn't, I don't know what I would do without exercise. And the thing is, I don't want your listeners to miss out on the importance, the vigor, the strength, the mental clarity, all of the things that come along with exercise. So no matter if you haven't exercised before, suppose somebody at uh, they're 50 years old and never exercised, it's not too late. I have clients, my, my oldest client is 81. Wow. Okay, and she is she has a cane, but we find things to do even with her and her cane. So there's no excuse for a lack of movement or exercise, and we all have the ability to do it. So give me another example, uh, Greg, of one of your clients who maybe lost a lot of weight or got in tip-top shape by working with you through exercise and and, and choosing a proper way of eating or a special diet? Well, I tell you, I, I, all I would say is this. I've been doing this now for 16 years. It do, it, there's, there's countless examples of people who have uh, changed their lives because they combined exercise with proper eating and proper rest. And, I mean, I couldn't call out any names because there's too many of them. And, uh, but I can tell you that I've actually seen this work before my very eyes. I've seen people have injuries that were healed. I've seen people lose weight. I've seen people gain weight because there's always, there's some people that like to, that want to gain weight. We forget about that. Yeah, that's okay, true. So, okay. So the thing is not always about losing weight. It's really conscious about uh, creating a healthy lifestyle and what health means to you. And health means something individually to all of us. Some people say, I want to be to play with my kids uh, i want to be able to walk uh, or, or walk uh, two miles or i want to be able to run a marathon we all have an idea of what health means to us so all, i know this with healthy eating and exercise you can obtain those goals that you'd like yeah I, I looked on your website again and i love that mantra when you said your health is your wealth 
And it reminded me of a friend of mine whose daughter is very ill right now. And um, it just reminded me of that. So, you know, health is so, so, so important in life. Constance, do you realize how many people who are, are, I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I had a friend of mine back in the record business back, this is back in in the 80s. And this guy was a very entrepreneurial individual. And along with his working in record business, he was acquiring uh, apartment buildings, okay, in Los Angeles and Chicago. Okay, then, uh, but he never worked out, didn't take care of himself, and he had a heart problem, and he had to go in for surgery. And I asked him, when he said, uh, I won't mention his name, but I Mm -hmm. said, uh, let me ask you this. What were you thinking about when you were getting ready to go uh, go on to the operating table? He told me, he said, you know what I was thinking about, Greg? He said, I would take every apartment building that I own and trade it for a good heart. Mm. And that stuck with me from the 1980s up until today, which which tells you that you could be rich and miserable because you can't even enjoy your uh, the, the riches that you've acquired because you're in ill health. Nothing but the truth. So, Greg, let's talk about this. So we're talking about health and well-being during pandemic and beyond. So do you feel that, let's talk about beyond, should people have a systematic exercise and eating program? What would that look like for listeners? Uh, I would say that, first of all, once again, I don't want to mislead anybody because I don't know the fitness level of all the individuals that we're addressing. So it's hard to put down a general rule in terms of how much exercise they should do. I think that the main thing is that they should start exercising and and exercise according to your capabilities. In other words, if you've been an exerciser uh, all your life, then your level of exercise uh, proficiency will be higher. Okay, so that means that you can work out a little harder. If you're new to exercise, start and start basic. Start by taking a walk. Uh, start by riding a bike. Whatever it is that it would be to get your blood going, as we said earlier, that that was so important. In terms of eating... Uh, you want to focus on your uh, your fruits, your vegetables, your whole foods. Uh, you know, you want to limit your alcohol intake if you are a drinker. Uh, you know, you want to uh, if you smoke cigarettes, whatever. We already know we've seen enough research on that how bad that is. Okay, so that's something to get rid of. So basically, what you want to do is have uh, like some people like to do it where they have five small meals a day. It depends on what you want to do. If you want to have uh, weight loss or weight gain. And there's so many, there's so much information about that on the internet in which you can find out exactly, decide what it is that you want to do with your body. And you can Google it and look it up and get a program that would tailor to your, the way you are in terms of what your capabilities are and what your desires are. So it's kind of hard to say, do this or do that, only because I don't know everybody that we're talking to. Right. So you mentioned sleep. Oh. <laughs> Sleep is so important. I might fight somebody over my sleep, Greg. How can we get more sleep and, and you know, during these pandemic times? You got any suggestions for that? Yep, I do. Okay, first of all, uh, as I told you earlier, as we were speaking, that we want to name the uh, the different states of mind that we're in and look at those states of mind and decide that we want to get rid of them. That's what they call meta. So we mm-hmm. want to do that, number one. If you go to bed with a lot on your mind, if, you're, if you have anxiety or you're upset, it's hard to sleep. 
Okay, so you want to try to see if you can calm yourself before sleep, which means that it might be a cup of chamomile tea or some valerian tea. It might be some deep breathing exercises. Uh, it might be the exercise. If you exercise, that's going to make you a little bit tired, which should also make it easier for you to sleep. So uh, the key thing is, is to try to put yourself into a relaxed state of mind. Okay, to get really, don't go to bed with uh, with uh, uh, stress on your mind for various things. Uh, and I know that that's hard to do because some people are facing financial difficulties. Um, uh, some people are in confined spaces and they have uh, like a lot of people in a confined space. Yeah. So what I'm saying is this. So this, it's hard for you to think clearly or to have uh, energy to carry through your plans for the day if you have not rested properly. Yeah, it's nothing but the truth. You know, that's just some good insight. And and what about meditation? You mentioned quieting our minds. Do you do you recommend that? Do you practice that? What would that look like for listeners? What's your thinking around that? Okay, well, first of all, there's several ways to relax. Uh, some people say uh, you no know, meditation. Some people do yoga. Mm -hmm. Some people do deep breathing. Uh, some people stretch. Some people use visualization. And visualization is where I take my mind and I put it on some place or something that I find pleasurable or relaxing. And I focus on that. And I take my body and my, my body and my mind and put it in that place to relax. So I believe in any of those relaxation techniques in terms of what they can do for you to calm you down. Okay. So anything else you want to share with us before you talk about your website and what you're going to be offering uh, the listeners all over the world that you can think of, Greg, around health and well-being during these times? Well, I would sum it up like this. I don't want to just think of uh, health and wellness as these times mm -hmm. because we uh, because the thing is this. We have to get into uh, positive and healthy habits going forward. This is a perfect time to do it for a lot of people because you have more time on your hands than you used to have because you might be sheltering in place. Okay, so the thing is that I might start now and I might extend it into the future when I have more freedom of movement, I can go back to the park, I can go to the beach, I can go swimming, I can do this, I can do that. So the idea is that get started now. Don't wait until this passes because quite truthfully, we don't know when this is going to pass, number one. So true. Number two, and number two, uh, there's some places in which people are coming out too soon because they're getting antsy in the house. So they're not staying home, and which means we might see a resurgence. Okay, and so we don't want to see that. So my thing is that if you get into healthy habits now, they will extend beyond this because it takes usually six months before that's been scientifically proven that it takes six months to create a new habit. So the point is, let me start with creating my new habits today. And if the, if the pandemic ends tomorrow, I've started my new habits and they will extend beyond the pandemic. Because you've been sheltered in place for two months, Greg, in New I York. I have been. I have been. Wow. That's something. So, you know, you are so gracious and, and you have special offer for my listeners. I want everybody to listen and uh, go ahead and share what you're offering all of the listeners, Greg. Well, first of all, Constance, uh, once again, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity you're to welcome. talk about health because... This is like my favorite subject uh, in the world is, is health and being healthy. 
And uh, because you've been so gracious, and I know you have listeners in, in various parts of the country and, and in the world as well, what I'd like to do is for two weeks, whenever you do decide to broadcast this, because I'm not sure when you're going to mm-hmm. do it. Okay, but I have a coaching web- website, which is called headtoheadcoaching at gmail.com. That's head, H-E-H-E-A-D, two-head, T-O-H-E-A-D, coaching at gmail.com. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is that I'm going to offer your listeners 30 minutes, and this is complimentary, of either a coaching and or workout at home virtually. And this is complimentary, and you don't have to worry about if you have equipment, it's okay. If you don't have equipment, it's okay. And the coaching is something that is good for the mind and the spirit and to help you get through this by talking certain things out. And I'm not a therapist, so don't get me wrong. I'm not looking to discover somebody's uh, childhood <laughs> or whatever, what went wrong and nothing like that. No, I'm not I'm not talking about that kind of thing. That's a therapist. I'm not okay, a therapist. that's my job, Greg. <laughs> okay. See, you're, you're a therapist. See, I'm a coach. My job <laughs> is to talk to you, um, look at your dreams, your visions and goals, and maximize them to show you a way that you can be who you want to be and all you got to do is within yourself, apply yourself the way you want to. And my job is to help coach you to that. So for I'll give you a 30-minute coaching session or a 30-minute workout or both. And all you have to do is contact me on that website, uh, excuse me, on my email address, excuse me, on my email address, and, uh, and I will get back to you. That's a promise. Then I also recommend that you look at my website, which is gregpeckfitnessandwellness.com. On this website, there are, uh, there are exercise videos. Uh, there are also uh, health So if you have any idea about what, have I, what, what should I eat, what's my diet, blah, 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 all these things are on my website. I also have a series on the website on uh, how to handle times during the pandemic that goes from soup to nuts, from uh, what you do in the morning all the way to, being, uh, to having gratitude, reaching out to people, uh, looking at different ways that you can uh, find uh, different revenue streams. Because remember, now we have time. So some people, have any, instead of watching TV, could be thinking about what is my hobby? Can I flip my hobby into a way for me to make money while I'm waiting, which will carry over and I can add that to my income once I go back to work. So the point is that I have a, a series of different ways that you can handle this pandemic uh, that might be helpful. And that's on gregpeckfitnessandwellness.com. So between those two, they separate the two. The website is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gmail is where I want to hear from your listeners in terms of getting their complimentary coaching or uh, or home workout session. Wow. And so uh, let me just play that out in real time for listeners. Greg, hypothetically, if I contacted you and said, uh, Greg, I send you the email at the email address that you just shared. And then I say, I want you to coach me on maybe nutrition for 30 minutes. Or if I decided, no, I'm pretty good on nutrition. I want him to coach me, do a virtual workout for 30 minutes. So it's either or one of those. That is very kind of you to offer well, either that. Conscious, either or or both. Because there's some people that might need both. Because, you know, see, the reason I got into coaching was because I was, as I'm training my clients, you build up a rapport with them. Mm-hmm. And I started coaching them. And I was just doing it on a regular basis because we had that type of rapport. So that's what led to me becoming a coach, by the way. So there's, there are two separate things. There's the mental and the physical. Okay, so the idea is that 
I, I will be equipped to deal with either one or both, depending on the need of that particular listener. So once you get in touch with me, uh, then we'll have to set up a time that works best for us to get together and uh, and we'll schedule it. But I only want to offer this for two weeks. Gotcha. So from so whenever you whenever it is that you because I'm also busy at the moment too. So whenever it is that you air this, uh, which you I'm sure you'll let me know. Then from that point on, people have two weeks in order to take advantage of the offer. Thank you so much for your generosity, and uh, give us that email address one more time, Greg. Okay, the email address is gregpeckfitnessandwellness.com. Mm-hmm. Now, that's where you'll find your information and all of the programs I mentioned about the videos and uh, about the frequently asked questions. And then the place to contact me in terms of doing the potentially doing the workout would be head-to-head coaching at gmail.com. So it's two different things. Okay, head-to-head coaching at gmail.com. Correct. So you got his New York accent, listeners, and then you got my Southern accent. So I'm sure y'all can understand that. Greg, you are an amazing man with the wealth of knowledge. I just thank the spirit for you and for sharing all of these wonderful nuggets of truth uh, to my listeners all over the world. Thank you so much. Well, you know what? Uh, first of all, you're very kind. Uh, you thank know, and you. I appreciate and I and I appreciate this opportunity because uh, if I if only one person becomes healthy because of what we've discussed today, that I would consider our conversation a success. Right, right. And I still haven't gotten over that you've been exercising since you've been 13 and haven't missed a day. But I have to meditate on that one, Greg. Ah! (laughs) That's remarkable. (laughs) But everybody, make sure you visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And as I say every week, especially during these times, you know, your thoughts are so important. I just want you to think, feel, say, and see that my best years are ahead of me and that the entire universe is conspiring to get your highest good to you. Everybody, make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.